Hi guys, this is Bernice, also known as Mimi. Welcome to my podcast, Mimi's Message. With everything that's happening around the world today and within our own personal lives, today, let us choose freedom. Let us tune into Mimi's Message. I absolutely love Canvas and Communion. Um, have you guys heard about it? It's a Christian art-inspired um, ministry that basically also sells merchandise. They sell t-shirts, leggings, um, art decor, totes, bags, you name it. Men, women, and kids gear. And it has biblical messages on there. Scripture. I have their I Am Healed t-shirt and it's so comfortable. I love having gear that basically just it's cool, it's fun, and it gives a encouragement to people. You know, I love to wear biblical inspired merchandise that when I meet people, they're like, salt and light, what does that mean? You know, and it, it started a conversation. And also I love to wear them because it, it makes me realize that you know what? Not only do I have the word, the word of God in me. I'm, I'm um, representing the word of God by wearing it. But anyway, they they make it happen for me. And I love it so much. Um, their store is called canvasandcommunion.com. You can head over there and get you a gear. You will not be disappointed. I love your tote purses. It's just so cute for Mother's Day, for birthdays, for, you know, bridal showers. I love canvas and communion. It's it's not expensive. It's a reasonable price. And it's a ministry that is dedicated to God and spreading the peace of God and also spreading the word of God. So head over to canvas and communion. Uh, it's canvas as in C-A-N-V-A-S and communion.com. So canvas, C-A-N-V-A-S and communion. You know, when you go to church, you take communion dot com so head over to canvasandcommunion.com all right let's go back to Mimi's message hi guys good evening this is Bernice um today as I said we're going to be talking about freedom the song that just played was by Jubilee Worship it's called No Bondage you can definitely go on YouTube on Pandora on iTunes Spotify you name it you will find it it is an amazing amazing song so today we're going to be talking about freedom and how to maintain your freedom um, the Bible says that who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. And we are not to return to the yoke of bondage. So, um, yeah. All right, guys, so let's take a moment of prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you and we bless your holy name, Father. We thank you for being our father, for being our friend, for being our protector, for being our healer. We thank you for just being God. Just being, being there to hear us, to hear our complaints, to hear our sorrows, to hear our joyful moments, and to hear our issues, God. We know that you work everything together for us and for our good, that you have plans to prosper us and not to harm us. So we're going to stand on your promises that are yes and amen. 
Um, I'm praying that you take over this moment that we have to talk about freedom and maintain our freedom in you um, with whatever it is that we have laid before you, whatever it is that we are struggling with internally on our own uh, personal lives. I know that, Lord, you are a God who is a redeemer and you are a God who can clean and and restore us. So as we come before you and as we commune with each other, um, during this uh, Mimi's message, I pray that you allow us to remove every distractions so we can hear what you have to say so that we can be hearers of your word um, and doers of your word as well. So I pray that, Lord, you decrease me and you increase yourself in me. And as we speak about freedom, I just pray that, Lord, those that are listening that need freedom in their lives, in any aspect of their lives, that you will touch them, Father. You will touch their minds, their heart, their spirit, their soul. And you will set them free from whatever it is, God. We believe that you are a God who does the impossible. Um, so, Father, let us have ears to receive and hear what you have to say. Let us have heart to receive, an open heart to receive what you have to say. Let us have an open eyes, God, to see what you, you are saying and help us to acquire what you're saying in our minds so we can be um, doers of your word and implement everything that we are learning here to our own lives so that our lives can be better and peaceful and joyful and meaningful in all ways as you see fit God so we bless your holy name take over Holy Spirit we love you and we welcome you here in Jesus name I do pray amen all right so we just had a moment of prayer um, this is Mimi's message again so we're talking about freedom about being free from bondage being free from strongholds being free from um, ungodly desires being being free from things that are basically taking over your life, taking places in your life, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul, even in your identity that you know is not biblical. It's not something that God wants you to partake in. And so let's start out by explaining what freedom is. Freedom is basically being set free, being... um having ownership, having dominion, having power over something that does not cause you to feel like you're powerless or you are in bondage to anything. God sent his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, to come down. He was a he was the word in flesh to come down on this earth to die for our sins, to take up our sins on his body. On the cross so that we are set free now even since that are yet to happen since that we are yet to to partake in he has already forgiven us and that is a true gift that we have acquired because of Jesus Christ's sake his selfless act of just laying down his life for our sake and so it shows that that from the beginning of time, God never wanted to see us in bondage to anything. He never wanted to see us bound to something that is ruling our lives or taking over our mind, our body, our spirit, our soul, even our daily activities. So freedom is being 
having dominion, having power over something. Now, God says that he's not giving us the spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. So if you don't have a sound mind, if you don't have love, you know, then if you don't have power over it, then it can be something that is a spiritual bondage. So do you feel like the devil has has a hold on your life in some way? I mean, we can look at things like maybe um, there's one thing that I know that's circulating around that a lot of people might not see as a spiritual bondage, but that's something that you can definitely see is a spiritual bondage, which is pornography. A lot of people, you know, the world that we live in, they're fixated on what looks good. You know, the Bible says that we are to be in the world, but not of the world. What does that mean? It means that we are to live in the world, but we're not to take on the what the world does, the things that the world do, the things that the world partake in. We are not to do that. We are to be set apart, right? We are to let our light shine, our light, which is what the Holy Spirit within us, God within us, Jesus within us. Um, and so when we partake in pornography, we partake in you know, binge drinking, we partake in drugs and alcohol, we partake in sex out of marriage, you know, we partake in all those things. Those can become a bondage. Those can become spiritual strongholds because that's how the enemy puts a a um a desire that is not from God in your life to keep you bound. You know, it could be that, you know, when, when you started drinking wine, you were able to control it. But now you find yourself drinking the whole bottle in one night. That has become a bondage. That has become a stronghold. You can't control it. That is what spiritual bondage means. That is how the enemy gets a a foothold in our lives. When we expose ourselves, when we open ourselves to things that we know for a fact is not what God wants us to do and yet sometimes we might not know sometimes we do it and we don't really think it's you know something that could escalate you know nobody smokes weed and say they're not going to get addicted you know um most people do it and they're like oh you know they have control over it they have control over it and then by the time they realize it they don't have control over it and that is not the life that Excuse me. That's not a life that God wants for us. So is there a struggle in your life that seems to repeat itself over and over again? It's like a cycle. You know, it's, it, it might not be alcohol, drugs, or lust. It could be relationships. You might get in relationship because you don't really know who you are. Or you want to get in a relationship so that you feel like you have somebody. That could be, you know, something that the enemy uses to distract you. Spiritual bondage is distraction. The enemy is very strategic in building footholds in your life so that you are not focused on the purpose that God has for you. But today we are going to seek freedom and we're going to find ways to maintain freedom. So you could be dealing with spiritual bondage um, and it's time to break free from it using the power of God. Okay. And the power of of the word of God and most importantly, the Holy Spirit that lives in you. Because the Bible says that 
when you do pray the salvation prayer guess what you open your heart to the holy spirit to live in you because the holy spirit is is a is a um a spirit that that jesus left with us right jesus left the holy spirit with us when he left you know in john 14 he said he's leaving the holy spirit with us to be a comforter to be a teacher to help us in time of need you know people are like do i really have the holy spirit when i prayed when i prayed a salvation prayer yes you do you know think about it this way let's say you're going you know you're driving somewhere and you feel in your heart like you hear you know you feel inside of you take a left instead of take a right when you take a left you know you you realize that oh wait there was an accident on that um on the other lane on the right lane but you miss that accident because you listen to that inner inner voice in you and that inner voice is the holy spirit a lot of people cannot really differentiate like oh what you know i i feel like there was a voice that was talking to me that is the holy spirit talking to you so it's a still small voice inside of you that will guide you it's there to guide you all right so we look at it saying spiritual bondage is being a slave to sin you know being a slave to sin sin is so many things something that you know if you have to hide it it's a sin if you have to convince yourself that it's not wrong it's a sin if 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 somebody else finds out and you feel like your reputation might be destroyed it's a sin something that you know for a fact that you are basically trying to hide it or trying to cover it up trying to not expose it it's a sin so it happens when you give the devil a, a foothold how do you give a, the devil a foothold in your life we're going to look at that so that you basically giving the devil a foothold is opening the door for the enemy to come in sometimes unforgiveness allows the enemy to come in not even sometimes all the time if you don't forgive somebody it causes the enemy to come in meaning that your heart is bitter you know you have a a um a bitter spirit you know you have an unforgiveness spirit and that allows the enemy to come in the enemy is always trying to find a little space to just come in and do to basically kill still and destroy john 10 10 says that you know um the the thief comes to kill still and destroy the enemy is a thief okay the enemy does not come in you know with permission it comes like a thief in the night it comes like a thief okay it's not coming to ask you oh is it okay if i take this no it comes and to kill steal and destroy your life but god he comes with respect you know the bible says in revelation 320 that you know um it says that behold i stand at a door and knock if any man hear my voice and open the door i will come into him and will sub with him and he with me what does that what does that mean that means that god is saying that if you open your heart to him meaning that he's standing at the heart of your the heart of you he's standing at your heart and he's knocking at the door of your heart he's not going to come in he's a gentleman god is such a gentleman jesus is a gentleman the holy spirit is a gentleman 
they're not gonna just eradicate you or just burst in into your into your heart or into your life they need your permission they need your permission and that shows that they respect you enough to ask you for permission before they come in if you are in your house and somebody just comes in your house and just you know open the door and just walk in you're like whoa where did you come from you know that's how the enemy does the enemy just finds a little door or a little crack and just come in but God finds permission from you. He, he seeks permission. He says, I stand at the door and knock. If you open it, then he will come in. If you don't open it, he's not going to come in. I don't know about you, but I want the man that respect me enough to knock on my door and say, can I come in? And then I give him permission to come in. I don't want the devil that says that, that just, you know, finds a little space and just bur- burst in. And comes and and still kill and destroy my life. I don't want that. I want God, Elohim. I want Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi. I want God, the 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 Lord of Lords, the the King of Kings, the God of Gods. That is who I want, because He not only loves me unconditionally, He respects me. And so I want you to know that when you are breaking spiritual bondage, you know that you are you are relying on a man who is God, who respects you and loves you to help you break it. The devil doesn't respect you. The devil doesn't love you. The devil wants to see your life destroyed, which is why he has allowed that um, spiritual bondage in your life. But with the right covenant relationship with God, we have the power of the Holy Spirit to break these chains, okay? We can trust God with our struggles, our chains, our issues, and we can turn them over to him, okay, and believe in his promises that is in the word of God. So let's look at the promises of God. What are the, some of the promises of, of God concerning freedom? Some of the promises of God concerning freedom is, it says here in um, Second Corinthians 317 it says now the lord is the spirit okay and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty meaning that the lord is spirit okay where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty what does that mean it means that when you have the spirit of god in you you have the the ability ability to obtain liberty to obtain freedom as long as the holy spirit is in you He's going to help you obtain that freedom. It also says in John 8, 36, it says, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Right? The Son, meaning Jesus, whoever is set free by God, by Jesus, is indeed free. You are free forever. There's no, oh, am I free today? Or, or was I free yesterday? Or am I going to be free tomorrow? There is no such thing as that. Who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. Um, it says here in Galatians 3.22, says, But the scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. All right? So if you have the promise by faith, if you believe in the promises of God by faith in Jesus Christ, you will be given to that freedom you will be you will have that belief 
that yes, the promises of God is on my life. Okay, so it says here um, in Galatians 5, 1, it says, stand, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do no be and and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage, meaning that when you are set free, remember that you are free with Christ, and that He has made you free. Okay, and that you are not to go back to the the mindset of of how you used to be with that issue that you were carrying around. Okay, the yoke of bondage, meaning that whatever whatever um thing that was causing you not to be free whatever issue that you were carrying you know that you are not to go back there you are a new person you know you are free from that it's it's like somebody who went to rehab from alcoholism right normally they will take them from where they are used to and they will take them to like a rehab clinic they don't know anybody over there it's just them and the clinicians. So picture yourself, you and Jesus, you and the Holy Spirit, you and God. Those are your clinicians. Now, if you need to go to rehab, I urge you to please do go to rehab. Um, this is I'm speaking on the spiritual standpoint. If you need to see a therapist, go see a therapist. It's not bad. I have seen a therapist before myself. So I call, you know, if you need to go and seek medical help, go and seek medical help. But I'm speaking from the point of spiritual, you know, um, freedom, basically. So, you know, thinking about it, you have Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God being your physician at this time. And they are helping you to set you free. You know, um, when you are being set free from bondages, you don't go back to the things that you were familiar with. So, for example... If somebody who was once addicted to you know alcohol came back from rehab and they're you know they have been detoxed from alcohol, they don't go to restaurants they they urge them do not go to restaurants where you know alcohol is being served do not go to events do not go to places that you are familiar with because then that you're gonna have that arousal to go and drink again right the same go for people maybe who have a porn addiction. You know, you might want to cancel your internet. You might want to cancel, um, you know, certain programs on your on your you know computer. You know, you might want to remove certain movies from your list of movies that you watch. You might just want to watch only PG movies. You know, for a while until your your um, your um, your freedom becomes a lifestyle. You know, I always say that entertain the good things, the, 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 the pure things, the righteous things, do those things until they become a lifestyle. If you want to conquer freedom, you have to continuously pursue that which is good, pursue that which is righteous, until those things start to be a lifestyle, start to be a something that basically helps you to be a better person. You know, helps you to, to, to continue to stay in freedom. I love Dr. Charles Stanley. Um, I believe that's how I say his name. I love his sermons, um, Dr. Charles Stanley. He is the 
pastor of, I believe, In Touch Ministries. Um, and he always says this, when you sow thoughts, okay, the thoughts that you sow, you reap actions. When you sow actions, you reap habit. When you, sh- when you sow habit, you reap character. When you sow character, you reap destiny. And he says, um, unseen thoughts become visible consequences. So, you remember that what you think of can become a character, can become a destiny, and can, can have consequences to it. So lastly, let's look at one more promise of what freedom is in the in the word of God. It says um it's in Acts Acts thirteen, thirty-eight to thirty-nine. It says, Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins, and by him everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Meaning that God sent his son, his precious son, to be a redeemer for us. So whatever you've done, whatever you've you've put on your body, whatever you've put out of your body, whatever bondage you found yourself under, know that when you confess to the Lord, you pray to the Lord and you say, God, forgive me for this, 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 that. He is a God who forgives. But one thing that you have to do is you have to do the work to remove that completely from your life. Okay, so when we pray on things, when we meditate on it and declare these promises, okay, we expose the sins that are spiritually binding to us, okay? And then with the help of the Holy Spirit, we begin to work and and empower ourselves to be able to keep walking in freedom. So if you're somebody that has issues, has a, a spiritual bondage, I just want you to take a moment and pray to God and ask God and tell God you want to release this ten, this sin, this issue that you have to him and that you want him to take over it and that you want him to, to remove it from your life and that you want to surrender it to him. And that is the first step. The first step is identifying what it is. The first step is being um, open, being truthful, being authentic, being naked before the Lord. And saying, this is what my struggle is and I need your help. Because God cannot heal and deliver and set you free from something that you don't allow him to help you with. or, Or you don't recognize as an issue right if you don't see it as an issue then it cannot be fixed so i want you to take a moment um and then release that to the lord so we're gonna take a um a break and during that break i want you to just pray a prayer to the lord and and just tell him what it is that you are struggling with and release it to him if you need to write it down, write it down. You know you know you more than anybody else does. 
And this is just between you and God. Nobody's there. It is you, God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. Um, and just let him know. Be real. Be authentic. And then after break, we're going to look at the five ways to break spiritual bondage by being a doer of the word of God. All right? But I want you to take that that three minute, that five minute time and really go before the Lord. And remember, he loves you. He wants to hear your voice. Do not be shy. Do not be shameful. We've all had something that has been a stronghold in our lives. But with the help of the Lord, we were able to conquer it. So take this five minutes and um, we will be back after this little break.
right, welcome back to Mimi's Message. Um, that was a song by Todd Winley. I absolutely love his song. It's called Let It Flow. You can find it on Pandora, on Spotify, YouTube, anywhere. But I hope that you took that moment, that three minutes to go before the Lord and really pour your heart out um, and let him know what it is that you want him to take away or help you heal and deliver you and um, set you free from whatever bondage that you find yourself in because we are going to gain freedom today okay no longer slave to sin amen Alrighty. so after uh, before the break we talked about what it is that you know spiritual bondage mean what it is to be free you know uh, we gave a couple examples of um some sinful things or bondage things and also before we went on break we talked about the first step is to identify what it is that you're struggling with and release it to the lord if you cannot identify it you can always pray to god and he will help you identify it so now we're going to talk about ways the five specific ways that you can break this spiritual bondage and um maintain your freedom by doing the word of the lord okay so we the first one is the first point is be in the word of god every single day you cannot pass psychology if you don't read the psychology book right you cannot see the hand of the lord in your life or be victorious over the devil's temptations and deceitful ways if you do not put on the word of God in your life, in your mind, if you don't read it, you know. Um, putting on the full armor of God is so important. If you look in Ephesians 6, um, it talks about putting on the armor of the Lord. Remember that we fight not against flesh and blood you know we fight against spiritual forces in heavenly places meaning if you don't really understand what this means it means that there are demons you know the devil has demons witches warlocks um demonic spirits familiar spirit the, the enemy works in spirit okay the enemy uses people put put spirits in people to to cause us to to fall so we're not fighting human and human. We're fighting. We're not fighting flesh and flesh. We're fighting spiritual beings. Okay, so that's what that means. That's why we have to put on the full armor of God. What is the full armor of God? If you look in Ephesians six, it said that it's the helmet of salvation. Okay, it's the breastplate of righteousness. Okay, helmet of salvation. You are saved. You have a mental, um, a, 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 a mental um, understanding of. A, 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 a righteous mind you are saved under the blood of jesus you have prayed a salvation prayer so your mindset is based on salvation by the word of god by the by the blood of jesus okay so you are saved you have a helmet of salvation on you know to to wrap your head around that you are a child of god that you have been redeemed you have been saved by the mighty hand of the lord okay the breastplate of righteousness righteousness meaning that the righteous things of the word of god the righteous things the good things the pure things you have it on your heart the breastplate your, your breastplate is on your heart 
Okay, you place righteousness over your heart. The Bible says that guard guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. All right, you have a you have guard your heart with righteousness so that nothing can cause you to 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 um to sin or to to find yourself in in a position that might cause you to do things that are not good for you or for anybody else. Um the word says that we have to put the word of God in our heart that we might not sin against God, okay? Um, and then we have the belt of truth. The belt of truth meaning that you've girded your loins, your 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 waist with the truth of the word. Okay, you walk in truth, you obey the word, you you live in truth. Um, and then there is the shoes of peace, the the which is the gospel, the shoes of peace. You walk in peace with all men. You you, you when you come into a room, you you have a, a, a demeanor of peace about you. You do things in peace, okay? The Bible says that blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God, right? You, When there are chaos, things when people hurt you or do things that are crazy, <coughs> excuse me, you, you don't, <coughs> excuse me, you, you sit back and you say, okay, this is what this person did, how do I? walk in peace how do i do things so that it doesn't escalate you know you are a person who maintains your peace have you ever met somebody regardless of what's going on around them they're still like very very you know in tune they're very peaceful that it that is what it means to walk in peace to have the gospel the shoes of peace people love to be around people who are peaceful you know nobody wants somebody who just takes all the good vibes away you know um, and then there's a shield of faith, the shield of faith, meaning that you are shielding yourself in faith, in the faith of the Lord. <coughs> Excuse me. You are shielding yourself in the faith of the Lord, knowing that um, you don't you don't walk, you know, you, you walk by faith and not by sight. That whatever is happening around you, you are walking in the faith of God, knowing that things are going to turn around things are going to go you know how god has planned it for it to go you don't let your circumstances deter you or you know make you doubt anything that god has spoken you know you see the facts that are happening around you yet you still have faith and you still have belief in your heart and you have hope knowing that things are going the right way that god wants it to go and then the most important thing is the sword of the spirit which is the word of god you in order to fight the enemy what is a sword used for to fight right so that's why it says the first step is be in the word of god if you want to fight the enemy you you, you need to use your sword which is the word of god the word of god is a sword against the enemy it's a spiritual sword it does not look like a sword when you pick it up but in in it in when you read the words when you meditate on the word when you you speak out the word when you procl- you, you proclaim and decree the word it's it's like poison for the enemy the enemy doesn't like the word of god because it's truth the enemy is a father of lies but god is a father of truth okay so you know if you speak the word if you proclaim the word if you live by the word guess what you are you are a, a um you are a threat to the enemy okay it's it's like it's it, the truth the word of god is poison for the enemy 
is the opposite of what the enemy is. So he doesn't want any of it. That's why it's so important to every day. You don't have to read a whole chapter. If you feel like you want to read a whole chapter, go for it. You know, um, God is not looking for people to check off. Oh, I read five chapters today. No, he wants you to basically read the chapter to understand it. If you only read one verse for the day and you really acquired what the verse is saying, you know, if you only read, let's say, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. If you read that and you really planted, planted a seed in your heart and in your mind and in your in your spirit, that has been a, 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 um, a profitable day. You have done well because God is looking for impact of the word in your life. He's looking for you to actually do the word of God, not just read and check it off. You can read five paragraphs or five chapters or a whole book of the word of God and walk out not knowing what you just read. That is not, you know, profitable for anybody. God wants to make sure that <clears throat> what you read, you understand, you acquire it, you actually live by it, and you really... um have knowledge of it okay so reading the word of god is helping you to put on your armor okay helping you to be able to use scripture against the enemy if you are tempted by the enemy what you need to do is you have to use scripture against the enemy you cannot use scripture if you don't know what the scripture says when you look in matthew 4 jesus was tempted <clears throat> by the devil okay the holy spirit led jesus to the desert and he was tempted by the devil if you look in um, matthew 4 2 it says jesus went in went without food for 40 days and 40 nights basically he was, he was fasting and after he was and after i mean uh, excuse me after that he was hungry the devil came tempting him and said so remember jesus was hung was um without food for 40 days and 40 nights during that time he's weak in the flesh <clears throat> okay whenever you're fasting you are weak right you you don't have food so you feel a little weak that is when the enemy want to come whenever you feel weak that's when the enemy want to come in whenever you you are deprived of something okay the enemy doesn't come in when you are strong he comes in when you are weak Okay, um, and so what did the devil do? The devil came, the devil came tempting him, tempting Jesus, and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to be made into bread. <clears throat> but Jesus said, It is written, Man is not to live on bread alone, man is to live by every word that, that um, God speaks. Some translations say that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So, the enemy will always come and question you. He says, if you are the son of God. Jesus already knew he was, he's the son of God. So the enemy will come. If you, if you really are truly free, you know, why don't you drink a little bit of alcohol? Or why don't you watch a little bit of this movie or go this place or do this or do that? That's the enemy coming in and trying to tempt you to say, oh, you know, if you're really, really free from this, then try it. Now, what you have to do is you have to pick out Bible verses in the Word of God that might go against lust or might go against sex or might go against drugs, might go against jealousy, might go against, you know, 
envy might go against gossiping whatever your sin is look in the word of god and pick those bible verses so when the enemy comes tempting you like how he tempted jesus guess what you can also say like jesus said it is written this 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 that okay so for example if the enemy comes and say maybe you are somebody who is struggling with your you know your identity maybe you're struggling you're struggling with your self-worth okay you don't think that you're beautiful you know you think that you you might not look nice so you might look a certain way and that has really like had a stronghold in your mind in who you think you are you know so when the enemy comes and say you know if you think you're you know maybe just saying things that are like oh you're you 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 know you you don't look beautiful you're you you always look ugly or you always look this way you always look that way this is the time it's okay to speak back to the enemy this is the time to say it is written i am fearfully and wonderfully made by god that's it you know how you know the difference between god's voice and the enemy's voice god's voice empowers you okay god's voice the holy spirit speaks to you with love with kindness with truth okay the holy spirit will never tempt you okay god does not tempt us okay um the holy spirit will never um cause you to feel like you are less than okay that is the enemy anything that makes you feel not at peace that is the enemy okay anything that try to attack you that is the enemy so you can speak back to the enemy and say it is written okay so remember jesus was tempted but he conquered it how with the word of god which is why the first step is you have to be in the word every day okay being the word every day if you don't have a bible get you a bible i i love um the niv bible um it's very easy to read the new living uh, version new living translation version um, excuse me it's the new life version sorry niv new life version but there's so many different, you know, um, new international international version. There is the Passion version. There is the King James version. Whatever version it is, King James version is is the first one. Um, but there are other versions to it. But I love NIV and King King James versions. But you know, go to go to the store and get your Bible. Also, there's Bible app. You know, there's a Bible app. You can go and to your iTunes, Google, Google app, and get you a Bible app. Sometimes I play the Word of God in my house. I'll just, you know, play it, play it from Bible app, and it would just play in my house. You know, it's important to have the Word of God in your face all the time, reminding you of what God is saying. So it says here in um, Psalms one nineteen one o five. It says, "Your Word is a lamp to my feet." and the light to my path what does it what does it mean the word of god is a lamp to my feet what is a lamp a light basically it guides your path right and the light to my path it, it guides you if you are walking in the dark in a dark place you need a light that's the word of god it's like a light that will just open let you see the pathway that you're taking it guides you right so remember the word of God is very important. If you want to maintain your spiritual, you know, freedom from bondage, you have to open the word of God. 
And I urge you to find biblical verses in your in the word of God that will help you overcome whatever issue that you have. If you have, you know, lustful issues, go in the word and look for lust, you know, Bible verses that is against lust, you know, and write it down on a piece of paper and, you know, read it over yourself. Um, whatever it is, you can go to Google and just look for Bible verses against, you know, unforgiveness. And it will it will bring so many of them. And you can go into your word in your Bible and look it up. Um, so whatever it is, okay? Um, the second step is finding forgiveness. Finding forgiveness. If there is unforgiveness in your heart, there is a foothold for the devil to come into your soul. Unforgiveness will multiply and breed anger, bitterness, doubt, you know, um, revenge, resentment. The Bible says that vengeance belongs to the Lord, okay? It's not for us to take vengeance. Yes, whatever they did to you, how dare they do that? I don't know. But people have experiences in their own life that can also cause them to act a certain way toward other people. Um, but the best thing you can do, honestly, is to forgive and pray. Yes, it's hard. They have cheated on you. They have stolen from you. They have gossiped about you. They have broken down things in your life. They have done crazy things. But vengeance belongs to the to God. Why? Because He knows how to repay you. He knows how to replenish what has been taken from you. He knows how to relinquish you know what needs to be relinquished and replenish what needs to be replenished so what you you do best is just pray for them i know it's hard it's really hard to pray for somebody who's hurt you i remember when i was many years ago i was part of a women's group and one of the the leader in the women's group did something very extremely horrible to me and i remember i came home and i literally I was so shocked. I was so hurt. Um, I had all these emotions. And you know what God told me? He told me to go on my knees and pray for her. Like really pray for her. Bless her. Pray for her. And with tears down my face near my bed, I prayed for her. And I got up. And all that anger, all that sadness, all that bitterness was gone. The best thing you can do for somebody that has hurt you is to pray for them. I know. You're like, what? You want to do the opposite? No, don't do that. Pray for them. Because when you do that, guess what? You are letting the devil know that he does not have a foothold in your life. Okay? Unforgiveness is so horrible. It's, 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 a, it's a bitter, bitter thing. It can turn into so many things. The Bible says, you know, when Jesus, uh, when we pray... Um, the Lord's Prayer, you know, the, the Lord's Prayer, part of it says that um, forgive forgive me, you know, forgive me of my, my, my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. You know, if you want God to forgive you from your own things that you've done, you have to forgive other people too, right? Do not hold unforgiveness in your heart. It does not, it's not, it does not serve you well. The person, the other person is living their life. They, they don't care, you know, but you care. And it's really damaging your your mind, damaging your heart. It's causing your 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 um your spirit not to be at peace. 
it's stealing a lot of your joy. So take a moment to forgive. Whoever you need to forgive, forgive them. If you need, Whenever they come into your mind and you feel like you want to get angry, take a moment to just say, Lord, I forgive them. I release them. However many times you need to forgive them. But the Bible says many, 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 many times you can forgive somebody, right? Right? It says many, many, many times, right? So who in your life do you need to do you need to forgive? Who in your life do you need to forgive? Ask yourself. Right? Ask yourself who you, who you need to forgive. It says in Matthew 18:21 to 22 says forgive 70 times 7. 70 times 7 times. Okay? 70 times 7 times. Matthew 18, 21. <clears throat> excuse me. Matthew 18, 21 to 20, 22 says here. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven seventy times seven times of that one sin not just not just multiple sins but one that one sin you have to forgive that one sin seventy times seven times i don't know math you can do that but however many times you need to forgive that person forgive them it is not it is not profitable for you to hold on to unforgiveness because you're allowing a foothold in your life by the enemy it says here um so mark eleven twenty five, and whenever you stand praying if you have anything against anyone forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses okay so that's the second one the third one is live a life of repentance Repentance means to turn away from your own path and turn back to God. So whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever bondage it is, you have to be intentional. You know, when you confess your sins, it means that you are agreeing with God that you have sinned. Okay, that you, this is what you have done. This is this A, B, C, D issues that you've done, the sinful things that you've done. But when you repent, it's an action, okay? Confessing, confessing your sins is a verbal. Repentance is an action. You turn away from your sinful things and turn to God, okay? So every day we are pulled by temptations and spiritual forces. Those temptations and forces can become spiritual bondages if we do not turn back to God, all right? So, when we humble ourselves before the Lord and return to Him, okay, <clears throat> He is faithful to forgive us and heal us. So, you might have to pray repentance prayer. However many times you have to pray the prayer, okay, you pray it. If you feel like you, you know, you backslide into watching porn again or drinking again or, you know, lying again or whatever, immediately pray lord i am sorry that i did that forgive me please and you just tell him what you did wrong 
help me lord help me to be better please help me and it's so important this is the key thing right here every morning when you wake up it's intentional to set a time to worship god to pray to really seek him to set a foundation of worship and prayer your house is a house of prayer a house of worship it's not just a church your house is a house of prayer and a house of worship okay and when you set that foundation you have a a um you have set your day to to prevail to 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 um walk in righteousness to walk in truth so when temptations come you are easily able to identify and say that's not where i'm going all right so with each each time remember that you're moving forward into your destiny okay when you walk with the lord it says here first john 1 9 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness um, it says here in Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It says, "If my if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn, turn, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land." What is your land? You, your body is a vessel. You are a vessel you are the land before this world this country can can be healed and can be set free and can can have a righteous mind it starts with you first you you cannot give out something that you don't have you know if you don't have the light of the lord inside of you if you don't have the spirit of god in you you can give that out if you don't have freedom you cannot give that out to the world you first have to allow god to heal your land which is you. But what does it say here? If you turn from your wicked ways, then he will hear from heaven and he will forgive you and heal you. The Lord knows our heart more than we know our heart. Okay? So he knows in your heart. <clears throat> excuse me. Do you really are you really you know wanting to be good? Want do you really um desire to be free? You know, if you know that <clears throat> that you have issues with you know lust or issues with drinking or alcohol or stealing or cheating or whatever you you don't keep exposing yourself to those things okay i really 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 believe that um um social media has a big impact <clears throat> on how and why people do the things they do or why people have bondages if you are a man or woman that knows that you have issues with porn issues with lust do not follow certain certain um um social media platforms or accounts if you know you have issues with your eyes with lust do not follow certain people on social media delete them because what happens is that it's creating a seed inside of you. And by the time you know you are having sex with somebody else or you're doing things sexually that God has not, it has not um, say it's good for you to do. You know, if you feel like you have a problem with drinking, 
Do not go to these certain places with your friends. Do not go to happy hour and say, oh, I'm just going to go and get, you know, uh, a discount on food. No, don't do that. Because when you get there and everybody's drinking, then you feel like you have to drink too. And then you are the one who's drunk and cannot drive yourself home. Do not do that. You have to plan ahead. Say, okay, if I go to this place, what is the, what is it going to happen? What is going to happen? One, two, what is the consequences? Do I even need to go there? How is it going to play out? You have to be five steps ahead of the enemy. Okay? That is how it's so important. That's why it's important to to really, really live a life of repentance. You have to be intentional. It just doesn't just come like that. Alright, let's look at the last two. Okay? The, the fourth one is pray without ceasing. The Bible says that if you... Um, it says in Matthew 7, 7 to 8, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And, he, and to him who knocks, it will be open. If you don't open your mouth and pray against the spiritual bondage that you might have, it, 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 it's not just one prayer. The enemy wants you to just pray one time, and then that's it. That's not it. You have to, it has to be a lifestyle. Every time you have a thought of that thing, pray against it. I have, uh, there's this Bible verse, it's Second uh, Corinthians 10, 3-5. It's, it's capturing every thought, every action, every thought that comes into your mind. And placing it, submitting it, surrendering it under the obedience of Jesus Christ. That is a powerful weapon, Okay. You have to pray because the enemy just want you to pray that two-minute prayer in the morning. And that's it. That's not it. God wants us to converse with him every single time of every day. I pray every every single day, every single minute. You have to pray. You know, if if, you, if you're driving somewhere, pray. You know, the, the Lord, Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer. All right, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptations, but deliver us from evil. For your, your, yours is the kingdom, your power and your glory forever and ever. Amen. Do you see how this prayer is laid out? It speaks about what is to come. You know, lead us not into temptations. You have to pray over your day. Lord, lead me not into temptations. Lead me not into this. Lead me not into that. And whenever you, you feel like you're coming close to temptation, you have every right to just pray internally. If you need to pray out, out, outwardly, pray outwardly. Prayer is so important. It says in, um, in the Word of God, Rejoice always. Pray without season. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Jesus Christ for you. Okay? So remember, we don't only pray one time or two times. We pray, we keep asking, we keep seeking, we keep knocking. All right? The the more you pray, prayer is conversation with the Lord. It's just like how I'm talking to you. You don't need to have uh, SAT vocabulary words. It's just conversation. It's like just talking to anybody. It's God is not looking for you to be doing the most. You don't have to do the most. You know, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you speak in tongues... I speak in tongues. I pray in tongues sometimes, you know. 
um, the word says that sometimes we don't have words. All we have is just moaning and groaning. And that's and that's how the Holy Spirit take over. And we, we pray in tongues. But God wants you to pray how you pray. Okay? However you pray to Him. If you pray, you know, in short words. Pray short words. If you pray in, in you know, in, in poetry. Pray, pray poetry to Him. However you pray. He wants to hear your voice. Okay? It's not something that you have to make it so extreme it's basically conversation hello lord how are you doing today good morning please help me this is my stronghold you know this is what I, i'm dealing with please help me cover me shelter me help me holy spirit you know when you feel like you're coming in the, in in the midst of temptations that is a stronghold for you and you don't have time to pray five-minute prayer you can just say immediately holy spirit please help me and he's gonna help you okay the last one the fifth one is hear and do the word it's so important the bible says that we are to be hearers of the word and doers as well if you keep hearing and hearing and hearing and you're not implementing your into your life then there is no profit for you there's no there's no improvement you know if you keep hearing you know somebody telling you save your money or or you know invest in this thing or or you know buy buy this book you need this book in your life and you just keep hearing it and you never actually do it then you're not really going to improve your life you know one thing to hear the word of god it's one thing to hear his voice and hear the word of god but it's a whole different thing to actually activate it and do it in obedience and actually do it you know when you actually do what the word of God is saying, when you actually turn away from from the sinful things, you're actually experiencing things that can break spiritual bondage. You actually put it into action, a breakthrough for you, okay? Doing the word of the Lord is a breakthrough for you, okay? So when we repent, we redirect our focus to God and we align with Him, okay? So refuse, refusing to align with yourself and with the enemy, okay, is very important. And how you do that? Refuse to align with yourself, meaning that refuse to align with the fleshly things that you desire. And refuse to align with the enemy's temptations. And how you do that is by doing the word of the Lord, walking in the word of the Lord. And remember, do not... Do not go back to your past. You are not bound to sin. You are free. Alright? It's time to walk in freedom. It says here, James 4, 3, <clears throat> 7 to 8 and 10. It says, You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. What does that mean? When you pray, you have to pray specifically. You have to pray um, prayers that are actually going to impact your life. When it says you ask amiss, it means that you ask because you just want to have things for yourself to have to to um to please your own flesh or to please your own desires. You know, you cannot just go to the Lord and say, You want this, this, that. Hey, whatever it is that you want, is it gonna profit you? Is it gonna help you? Is it gonna is it gonna help your character? Is it gonna be a good thing for your life? Or is it gonna hinder you? You know, that's what that's what that part of the scripture means. 
And he says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It's so important how you break strongholds when you've come in front of temptations. Submit to, the, to, submit to God. You submit to God through worship. You submit to God through prayer. You submit to God through reading your word. You submit to God through proclaiming the word of God, through um, speaking out the word of God, right? It is written, like Jesus said. That's how he submitted to God instead of the enemy. And when he said it is written, that was him resisting the enemy, right? And the enemy fled from him. And the angels came and ministered to him, all right? Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you, right? The Bible says that, you know, he inhabits in our praises. When you worship God, he comes and dwells with you. Cleanse your hands. It says here, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Do not, do not be double-minded. Do not serve God and serve the world at the same time. We don't, we, we, don't, we don't have two masters. You either serve God or you serve the devil. You have to choose one. I honestly feel like um, a lot of people live in the, in the world and say, oh, for the culture or for, or for the world or for, you know, they're going with thre- um, t- um, trends and doing things that the world is doing. I, I actually hate trends. I don't like trends. I like to do my own thing. But, you know, if there's something that's trending that I feel like it's something that speaks to me, you know, then I'm going to do that. But I don't look to the world to to dictate what my life should be like. I look to the Word of God, to what God is telling me, to what the Holy Spirit is telling me. All right? Because the Bible says that a double-minded man is, is unstable in all his ways. Right? If you're double-minded, you're not stable. Shall I do this or shall I do that? You don't really know what you want to do. Um, it says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. If you humble yourself to God, he will show you what to do. He will lift you up. He will take you where he needs to take you. But first, you have to surrender. You have to really surrender and do what he tells you to do. Um, it's not going to be easy. Breaking stronghold is the most difficult thing ever. But you have to continuously keep doing it. Keep working at it. Um spiritual stronghold is something that the enemy uses to keep us from prospering okay and having spiritual inheritance with jesus christ and it's important that we break ourselves from that bondage by being in the word of god continuously praying worshiping worshiping meditating on the word of god day and night okay the battle is not easy but with god all right on our side we can break the, the, the yoke of bondage. So, wrapping up the five ways to break the yoke of bondage by doing the Word of God is this. Be in the Word of God every single day. Get you a Bible. Read it. Meditate on it. Okay? Live in a life of repentance. Alright? Yes, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But remember, you have the right to pray and seek forgiveness. Okay, and turn from your wicked ways in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, so that God can hear you and forgive you from your from your sins. Okay, and pray without ceasing. Pray continuously every single day. If you feel like in your heart you are about to start thinking of those things that are not godly, start praying against it. You you don't have to think everything that drop into your mind. 
the enemy the battlefield of the <laughs> the battlefield of the mind is where the enemy inhabits the the enemy likes to take over your mind he will send you little little um ideas sometimes you're like sitting there and you're like all of a sudden this this disgusting idea just drop into your mind or something uncomfortable just come into your mind you know what that is that's the enemy trying to put things in your mind because remember what i said what you think about can reap into being a a desire and can become a character okay a personality it can feed your personality it can feed your destiny so you have to capture everything that comes in your mind you don't have to think about everything that comes in your mind you have to be able to initially identify and say this is not of the lord i'm not thinking about that use the word of god against it and just remove it out of your mind think of something pure something good something holy something righteous something biblical all right and find forgiveness forgive those who have done horrible things to you forgive them be be so quick to forgive i am so quick to forgive sometimes it is hard i i i will remember what they did and i pray again god i forgive them all right forgive 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 and hear the word and do the word okay hear the word and do the word and pray without ceasing all right so this is the end of freedom podcast um freedom message for today um remember who the sun sets free is truly free indeed we are not to be bound to anything but we are to be free because jesus died on the cross to set us free and as long as you have flesh there are going to be temptations but with christ you can endure and overcome it god will never allow the enemy to tempt you beyond what you can um master or what you can endure okay he knows that there he will always give you a way out you have to discern that way out you have to allow the holy spirit to show you that way out okay if you know you are somebody that is struggling with certain things don't go to that event don't go on that date don't go to that place don't call that person don't follow that person on instagram you know your your issues just don't present yourself as a bait for the enemy all right so i'm just going to pray and we're going to end this um message for this week which is freedom so father i just thank you for my brothers and my sisters i thank you for your hand over us god i thank you for um sending your your son jesus christ to come down and die for our sins even things that we did not even know we were going to do god he died for it all even though you knew all our issues god you still created us you still made us you still call us as your sons and your daughters those that are you know um have prayed a salvation prayer and have really come to you to know you god you still call us as your daughters and god i'm just praying over this message and i pray that lord let it be a good seed that will will flourish and really plant in our hearts and our minds so that when we are faced with issues when the enemy comes um like a lion god we are able to pick up our sword pick up our word hear what you have to say do what we have you, you tell us to do forgive who we need to forgive worship pray without ceasing god and living a life of repentance 
So God, I pray that Lord, anybody that needs your 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 salvation, I'm just praying right now that Lord, you help them, help us to continuously walk away from that which is evil and walk toward you, Father. Um, so anybody that needs your touch, your hand, your deliverance, your your healing power, Father, right now I pray, let your consuming fire pour down upon them. Forgive them for their sinful things that they have done. They are re- repenting before you right now, Father, and their heart is open, God, to receive you, Jesus. So um, I do pray this right now in the name of Jesus. Um, so if you're somebody that needs uh, to pray the salvation prayer, uh, you want to know who God is. You you've heard about Him, and you you you've heard about everything that I've said today, and you're like, I really want to know who God is. I want Him in my life. I want to allow Him to live in my in my life to help me to overcome all these things that I'm doing. You know, I want to get to know Him. I want Him to get to know me. I want to change my life. I've done things my way. I just I really want to open the door. He stands at a door and He's knocking, as it says in Re- Revelation three twenty. But I really want to open this door for him to come in. And I want to change my life. Um, This is a a time for you to pray the salvation prayer with me. So say this after me. Heavenly Father, I realize that I'm a sinner and have broken your laws. I understand that my sin has separated me from you. I am sorry and I ask you to forgive me. I accept the fact that your son, Jesus Christ, died for me, was resurrected, and is alive today and hears my prayers i now open my heart to my heart door i open my heart's door and invite jesus into my life i open my heart to you god i open my heart and invite jesus into my life to become my lord and savior I give him control. I give him permission. And I ask that he would rule and reign in my heart so that his perfect will would be accomplished in my life. In the name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, welcome to the family. Um, Again, remember... This journey is with Jesus. We are living this journey with Jesus, okay? We are living this journey with God. The Holy Spirit is in you. He's your guide. You are not alone. You're never alone. Never, never alone. God is a prayer away. He's a prayer away. And a prayer is a conversation. It's a two-way conversation. He speaks back to you. He speaks in so many multiple ways. But you have to be open to receive you have to be open to hear him and the first step was basically praying the salvation prayer opening your heart to him all right so welcome god loves you i love you all and remember we are fighting the enemy we're not fighting with flesh and blood we're fighting the enemy you are a conqueror okay you are a warrior you can resist the enemy with the word of god all right And there is no bondage that can withhold you if you turn over to the Lord for him to help you. Okay? So remember, it's a lifestyle. Freedom is a lifestyle. You have to maintain it every single day. With worship, with prayer, listen to sermons, read your word, and try and live a life of repentance. 
life of repentance and live what God is saying in his word. Be doers of the word and not just hearers only. Love you guys. You have a lovely day. You have a free day, a freedom, freedom week, okay? Love you. Good night. Father, I thank you for this time that we've had to come before you to learn about strongholds and how to break them and how to identify them and how to live a life of freedom. So at this time, God, I come to you as your servant, as your vessel. And in faith, I pray this over those that are listening at this time. I pray over their minds right now. I saturate their frontal lobe with the blood of Jesus. And I saturate their temporal lobe, God, with the blood of Jesus. I saturate their hippocampus, God, with the blood of Jesus. In every area in their minds, Father, every lobe, every chamber in their minds, God, I saturate it with the blood of Jesus. And I command right now by the blood of Jesus, every spirit, every demon, everything that is hiding in those places to come out in the name of Jesus. You have no authority to be there. This is a child of God. I command you right now by the blood of Jesus and the fire of God come against you. Come out of there. Come out of there in the name of Jesus. I want you to place your hand over your, your hand over your head at this time you might feel like burping you might feel like um releasing um air through your your um your mouth through your ears through your eyes there will be your your ear might even pop you might feel a pop in your ear uh you might feel um headache you might feel you you might cry you might feel like puking okay you might feel like farting you might even feel like peeing Whatever happens, whatever is happening during this time, I just want you to do it, okay? Don't hold on to it. Just release it. So, Father, we thank you, and we bless your holy name. We exalt you. We know that the blood of Jesus has work, has power, and it does work that we cannot do. So, God, I call on the name of Jesus, and I call on the blood of Jesus to go forth and consume every mind, everybody that's listening, their mind, your spirit, your soul, their thoughts. Everything that the enemy has placed as a hold, every traumatic event, every connection, every stronghold, every person that opened that door for that stronghold to come, every curse, every um, every um, demonic thing that was released, every word curse that was released against you, I pray the Lord you even now send them ministering angels, send them ministering angels around them at this time, that every angel that is sent will be like the angel that you sent God to Isaiah, and that angel touched the mouth of Isaiah, Father, and the coal that was touched on Isaiah's mouth, God cleansed them, so I pray even now for a cleansing, that as the angels are released in the realm of the Spirit, God, with fire in your hand, God, to cleanse your, your the minds of your children at this time. That there will be fire that will fall upon their minds. Let the fire of God be baptized upon them right now in the name of Jesus. I pray the Lord the fire of God will go through their brain, Father. 
And every place that a demon is holding on to, every place that it has a, a, a hostage of a, a, of a demon that is hovering over there, that has a stronghold, that has an, a, 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 a hold of that part of their mind, that memory that is keep on playing in their mind, that thing that is keeping on being repeated. Father, I come against it with the blood of Jesus and I command it to go right now. You have no right to hold on to the children of God. We commend you right now by the blood of Jesus right now. I want you to say, I command you to go in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over my mind. You have no authority over me. Go, go. You are not welcome here. I command you right now by the blood of Jesus. You mute and dumb spirit. Go. You stronghold spirit that is holding on to that person's mind, that person's dreams, that person's hippocampus, that person's temporal lobe, that person's frontal lobe. I command you right now. Go. Release them. Release it. Release them in the name of Jesus the fire of God come against you in the name of Jesus you have no more place to stay I command you to go 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 in the name of Jesus go you are not welcome there you are not welcome there and you shall not return you shall not return you are not welcome back Go and never return. Go back to sender. Break every curses. Everything that has, has been an impact in your life. Everything that has been a, a point of contact in your homes. God, I pray even now that Lord, you will show them what it is that is causing that thing to still be there. That point of contact. That thing that was given to them. That thing that was given to them in their dream. God, I remove it in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. I command it to go out of their, out of their bodies. Out of their minds out of their heart out of their spirit out of their soul out of their memory out of their thoughts in the name of jesus that thing that was given to them as a gift that the enemy used that witches used that wall of used that the enemy used as a point of contact god i pray the lord you will expose it to them and they will remove it out of their house right now in the name of jesus what was given to them as a child or what, 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 what was placed upon them as a child what was spoken over them as a child god i break it right now in the name of jesus father we command it to be broken and shattered it's broken by the blood of Jesus in faith father I pray the Lord even now that Lord you will send forth your angels huh, with, with flame of fire with swords fiery with, with your swords ready to pierce and to slay everything that is not like you even now God I thank you for the angels that are being released at this time to war against the enemy's assignment you are the God that answers by fire you are the God of war and so father we pray let the war happen in the realm of the spirit God that victory is the they own they own that victory they have power over the enemy to trample upon serpents for father right now as your word says in Luke 10 19 Luke 10 19 that you have given us power and authority over the enemy to trample upon serpents and scorpions and by and, and nothing by enemy will ever hurt us so I pray even now the Lord on we stand on that on that promise and on that authority that Lord every chain that is wrapped around your minds every 
Every serpent that is wrapped around their mind, every spirit of darkness that is holding on to their brain, holding on to their mind, tormenting them, causing them not to be able to be free. God, I pray right now by the blood of Jesus and the power of God, it is being broken. It's being broken by the blood of Jesus. And I even pray now for the heart of the people that are listening, that Lord, they will start to forgive whoever they need to forgive at this time. I pray for the release of forgiveness. I want you to say out of your mouth who you need to forgive. Release that person. Say it to the Lord, I forgive. I pray for the spirit of repentance at this time. The Lord, I pray the Lord. The spirit of repentance will fall on your people. That never again will they elevate that issue. Never again will they elevate that word that the person spoke over them. Never again will that elevate. Will they, will they elevate that 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 moment and that memory over your power? Because you have power. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the King of Kings. You are the the, the God of Gods. You are Adonai. We worship the God that is sits high and look low. You have power in all your hands. There is no nothing that can compare to you. There is nobody. There's no word. There's no curse. There's nothing that can compared to your greatness so father i pray not right now that as we are sons and daughters of the lord that yes indeed healing is the children's bread that we have come in before your face today for healing so i pray for breakthrough in the areas of the people that have 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 ha- have not had breakthrough in a long time i pray be not the lord you release angels and remember the spirit god to go forth and touch them and heal them in the places that they need healing god that the fire of god will fall upon them the healing of the lord will fall upon them let the blood of Jesus soak them at this time. We we exalt the name of Jesus. I release the word, the name of Jesus over them. I speak Jesus over them. I speak Jesus over their mind. I speak Jesus over their minds. I speak Jesus over their minds. I say the name of Jesus. I release the name of Jesus over their frontal lobe. I release the name of Jesus over their temporal lobe. I release the name of Jesus over their hippocampus. I release the name of Jesus over their minds, over their minds, over their minds. In the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus start to do a work from their frontal lobe to their temporal lobe. To the to to the hippocampus, to the mind, to the different chambers of their minds, from the front of their mind to the back of their minds, God, I pray even now over their 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 your skeletons god that everything that has 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 drained into your skeleton father i command it to go every spirit that has found its way in any area in your body in your spirit in your soul in your thoughts in your desires right now i command you by the fire of god and the blood of jesus you have no purpose there go get out get out of there get out in the name of jesus go in the name of jesus get out of there in the name of jesus go go in the name of Jesus, get out of there. In the name of Jesus, let the consuming fire of God be upon you. Let the consuming fire of God be upon you. In the name of Jesus, right now, consume them, Holy Spirit. I even pray now for a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit upon you. In the name of Jesus, let a fresh baptism come upon you right now. Just as the 
Apostles wait in the upper room, waiting for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to come upon them. I pray even now, let the baptism of the Holy Spirit come upon you and burn down everything that is not like you. That you will start to speak in tongues right now. Fresh tongues, anointed. Anoint your lips, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Dere besure kayara basoto yara dabata na 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 kata irere basiki deraya na yere besure kayara basoto kora kataya and you might even feel like you need to puke you might even feel like you, you need to use the bathroom. Whatever you need to do. If you need to poop, if you need to pee, do it right now. You are going to be releasing things out of you. The blood of Jesus come against everything that is trying to stay. You are not welcome to stay. Go. Go. In the name of Jesus, detach yourself right now. Release them. Release them. In the name of Jesus. Go. Go. In the name of Jesus. I command it right now by the blood of Jesus. Every demon, every spirit that is trying to still attach itself. I command you to go. You're not welcome. Welcome there. You're not ready. You're not welcome to stay there. You are not welcome to stay there. That place is being emptied from you right now. And I pray even now, the Lord, the places that have been emptied at this time, let the Holy Spirit fill it. Let the Holy Spirit feel it. I want you to just open your hands, stretch your hands up to heaven. Father, I pray right now, the Lord, you will fill those places that have been empty. Right now, in the name of Jesus, let the fire of God be upon that place. Let the Spirit of the Lord come in that room, come in their minds. Let the Spirit of the Lord take over that places that has been emptied, that the enemy has been re- removed from, that demons have been e- 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 that demons have been ejected from, that, e- that demons have been have been released out of God. I pray even now that the places that the demons have left right now, the Lord, you will feel it with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, take over. Fill them, overflow them. Fill them that they will be overflowed with your spirit. Right now, I just want you to thrust you into worship at this time. Burn it away, Holy Spirit. Let the fire of God be upon them in the name of Jesus. Consume Consume them at this time, Father. Consume them. I want you to stretch your hand and just say, God, fill me, Holy Spirit. Fill me, fill me, Holy Spirit. I want you to just say that. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Fill me, fill me, Holy Spirit. Fill me every chamber, every place in me that is empty. I want you to feel it right now in the name of Jesus. I open myself. I want you to just picture your, your, your mind opening to the Holy Spirit. I want just picture a door open to the Holy Spirit because the word says in Revelation that I stand at the door and knock and if anybody will open the door I will come in Holy Spirit come in you tell the Holy Spirit my door is open to you Holy Spirit come in and dwell and sit in this place dwell in this place every place that is empty you are welcome to feel it in the name of Jesus and I just want you to listen to this song and just worship to this song at this time in the name of Jesus